praise the lord fasting prayer does not move alone fasting has to move hand in hand with prayer but prayer is taught amen amen how to pray. You have to be taught. There are so many people who drive cars. But they have not been taught how to drive cars. They teach themselves. There are so many mistakes that we see on the road. Out of which accidents come. People buy themselves cars. And they drive them. People uh, buy themselves motorcycles. And they ride them themselves. And because they buy them themselves. Before they even get a car even get driver's licenses it's like a passport amen they get them I don't know how but they get driver's driving permit and they keep it when they get a car for training. they don't go for training they teach themselves there are for the rules of the road so many people have no idea ignorant about them they learn from the road and we usually see those mistakes you see someone driving their car but they are driving it as if they are riding a boda boda because for a motorcycle where they see a gap is where they fix themselves so that is what they do now those mistakes usually in the same way even most people they've not been taught how to pray that is very dangerous because there is no other way that you can contact God apart from contacting him it is only prayer God knows us and he sees us and he has good plans for our lives but the things that he put in place the systems that he put in place and they also never, will never change they don't change like prayer it doesn't change God sent Jesus he sent him and he came here on earth and when Jesus came he paid for everything but for you to get that thing, you still have to ask for it Amen. You can buy foodstuffs at home. Our children return home for holidays. And in your ability, you try to see that. Besides food, there are other foodstuffs that you buy bread, fruits. But in a well trained way, you want your children to ask you who says that's right if you don't tell the children if you don't teach them how to ask maybe you brought cake home 
and only one child eats only so food. Yet for you as the parent who are to, sh- to, to give out to them, not so. Not so. When a child is still young, you teach them that if you want some bananas, you ask me. If you want some cake, you ask me. How many of you have children? If they come and let me say they want soda, they ask you. And they tell you, Mommy, can I take some soda, please? But then, yes. At times, you understand. It's like Don't you have children? So, children just are not controlled by people. A home has to have a rule to train. Amen. Amen. You tell your child. First, wash your hands. And then you come to the dining table for for a meal. You understand? Now, long ago, we used to have rules. You don't first eat meat from your food. Don't um, place your hand on the ground as you eat. Don't eat while you eat. Don't talk while you eat. Sorry. What else? Don't lick your fingers. What else? Amen. Those were the rules. But they would help us to grow up in a responsible way. God has a family and you have a family. If you consider our earthly family, it is not different from the family of God. And these things that we tell you to ask for, Jesus already paid for them. Just like you go and buy things from the market. You've brought them for your children and they're not going to buy them. But you want them to have this that can make them ask for soda. Now if you have four children and you brought home four bottles of soda if a child comes and asks for their bottle of soda you give it to them. The three remaining bottles are for those who have not yet taken. But then you, you, you are trying to teach them how to ask. Ask me and I'll give you. Because I brought these things for you. There's nothing that God created here on earth uh, having created it for animals. Because he's a God of love. He wants you to take those things. You don't grab them. You don't just look at him. And then he gives you. He'll ask you, why don't you ask me? Ask of me. And I shall give you. When you look at the parable of Omani Azawa, you see that there's something that Jesus is portraying. That the prodigal son, even if he asked in a wrong, at a wrong time, but when he asked, he received. Not so. 
Omukuru, and the elder son never asked at all when the prodigal son put everything he had to waste and came back home when the father had already given him a second chance and they had held a feast the elder son was offended now in him taking offense the father tells him again that my son your, your son had brother, now he has come back alive but there is something that he still says I don't know whether you take note of it when you're reading that story but the, word, the words he mentioned were it's as if he was telling me that have you ever asked of me and I refuse to open everything that I have is yours I'm not going to sell it to you but have you ever asked to hold for you a fist amen do you see the importance of asking he's telling him all that I have myself but have you, have you asked me? why do you think that I have to think for you that is why the bible says that ask and you receive God is not going to think for you. He wants you to ask for what you want. There are some people who have double door refrigerators that I even told. And they can buy things in bulk and store them in there. You might think that every child likes fruit. They like every kinds of fruits. But are those fruits that I don't like I for one? Pomegranates. Pears. I don't like pears. And they don't make me sick. But Pastor Chibombo likes them a lot. There's even some kinds of apples. You can enjoy green apples. But those reddish apples are the ones that do for me. Do you understand that? you can have jambula without anyone um, wanting it but another so what I'm trying to mean is you could put fruits in the fridge but every child has their own desires that every fruit that you've brought home but are those fruits that are desired it could be a like for one and a dislike for another now God waits he says that I paid a price I was clothed in flesh and I call myself Jesus and I try to announce my myself in a wise way. And I added another name to myself, Emmanuel. Meaning God is with us. And he stopped at And he said that I was clothed in flesh and I came I purchased everything. But I want you, my daughter, my son, to request for whatever you need. It shall be given unto you. You ask 
Tell me that this is what I need. There's a gentleman whose book I read. If I've not forgotten, he's called Young Chong. Had gone to a friend's home in, in And I found his book there. So I requested him to read it while I was still there. But one of the things that I saw about that man, there's a testimony that he gave that long ago he was asking God to give him a bicycle not the normal ones there's a particular kind of bicycle that he wanted he even had a car but there's a, a particular kind of bicycle that he wanted in his home he prayed to God to give him a bicycle God didn't give him a bicycle now after the prayers God came and he told him, my son, why do you ask me for a bicycle? What kind of bicycle do you want me to give you? Why don't you describe the kind of bicycle you want? Amen. And he told him, Lord, I didn't know. And he told him, go and tell my people to learn to describe what they want. Because I am a rich God. Amen. Amen. God wants to give you your heart's desire. Do you know what happened after Nasaba. this man asked? Now the bicycle that he wanted was manufactured by America. No, no, no. Was manufactured by Japanese. Kakati. Now, he's Korean. So when he asked, when he prayed God used one American man, he was uh, selling merchandise in Japan. And I think that gentleman was done and he wanted to go back back home. Wanted to go back home. And he didn't know anything about this man's name. So he got the bicycle and gave it to him. Now this man realized that the gift that he had received without even investing a coin on it it was the very bicycle that he needed. But he didn't take a long time why he described the kind of bicycle that he wanted we really confuse God can be there and say God God give me a bicycle God give me a car what kind of car heaven and earth belong to him the earth is filled with things but he just wants you to describe what you want this is what I want but the most important thing is, is prayer. Learn to ask what you want. Amen. It's not that he's mistreating you. But that is the discipline in his family. Ask. Also. Learn to live. In the life of prayer. Some people pray. In times of emergency. 
which is not bad. But it's not good at the same time. Learn to store up prayer. But the Lord desires according to the, the way he was teaching how to pray. To live each day at a time. Amen. Amen. You know the composer of the song Jesus. who sang that song that one day at a time, sweet Jesus. One day at a time. Every day has its own blessing. Every day give us today our daily bread. Every day. He wants you to ask every day. But why do you think that he placed prayer in place? prayer in place. The Baganda have a saying that you only get someone at that point when An old person. An old person gets you at that point when you want something. He knows that the youth can even send you for something and you refuse. But they know that food can control you. Now what they do, they put their food aside. They send you for something and you refuse. That is what happened in the old days. Not nowadays when there's food all over the streets. Because when the old person said that they are going to get you when that is a waste of time because you just go to Kasanga and and they give you a chapati and beans and you also ask for a cup of tea that has a mark of X you eat and as that old person still that you're going to, uh, to cry for the roast they notice that it's three days and you're not seen anymore because you're always but in those times apart from the purpose the jackfruit and other things it is the old woman that would have the money even if they have eventually you get hungry and you get to her now this food keeps the relationship between the one who wants to eat the food and the owner of the food God doesn't make us suffer because you would be saying why don't I pray why don't I ask for food for a whole week God loves you just like a parent would love to see their child just because growth happens but most parents who have love don't want to let go of their children and some parents if they have a good relationship between them and the child do you know what happens if they are getting married you can see a parent 
was ever seen that those things happen before you know it the parent is crying and you're like why are they crying because they feel like they're losing their friend now also God loves us so much in that every time he doesn't want to give you everything so that he gets something that will always bring you back relationship wakati wa fedekato the things we love have a way of strengthening our relationship between us and god because if god gave you money for four years you find that you will not come back god gets worried and says, four years without me without me seeing them without me servicing them without them hearing my words now that is why he wants for the f- one wants. day at a time one day at a time amen amen you ask for your daily bread you finish it today and you come back tomorrow not as a beggar but because God wants to be with you he wants us around he wants us to be with him there is that intimacy which he, he, he wants to keep amen that's why in the days of the old testament every time they would be in the tent when the men would fall what would they do they would wake up and come and pick the men it would only fall in the morning and when you would pick men for two days it would rot God desired that they pick men every day he wanted people to depend on him amen that is what the Lord desires he doesn't want to let us go because we are his friends he said that my friends why um, is why I also want them to stay that is why he went to go and prepare for us Jesus said that I'll come back and take you so that you will come and stay where I am he wants us to stay with him he wants us to reign together with him he wants us to walk together with him he doesn't want us to get things and then we leave he wants us to get those things and then we sit in his house that is why the bible says shall follow shall follow me all the days of my life and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever when you see God's hand when you see God's goodness you are supposed to sit in the house of God amen it is the reason why God gives us things and at times it's the reason why God delays to give so us so that he first inserts in you that will make you dwell in the house of God when he does for you something good 
a time comes and you get the house of God is not a hospital where you get your healing and you go back home the house of God is a home is your home amen when you go wherever you've gone you come back and sit home the Lord wants to teach us that God loves us just like a parent loves his uh, children and a person who hasn't gotten a revelation when they come to the house of the Lord they just want to snatch a job and run they say let me God says let me first so that I first change their perception so that they know that when they receive they have to remain with it in charge anything that you've gotten through you keep it with prayer anything that you've received from church you keep it from church I'm not saying that you sleep in church but you keep connected attached to the anointing which brought forth that miracle which you have amen now behind prayer God desires our relationship with him he doesn't want us to forsake him that is where his main intention comes to pass because we we are not of the world though we are in the world we only live 120 years amen final destination our final destination is not here our final destination is in heaven this world is not our home the late Jim Reeves composed that song that this world is not our home we are travelers to, to we are travelers to to we are simply moving through this world final destination our final destination is in heaven now God doesn't want you to go far you might get lost in the forest and he loses you and doesn't take you home he wants to perform a miracle for you. You. and you dwell in the house of God forever and ever and then you get you from final destination and you. take you to your final destination he doesn't want you to go to hell the Lord loves us praise the Lord that is why we ask for our daily bread and even the following day you feel like there's a need of getting food and you know that this is what it is God that has our food and you ask yourself why don't I sit in the house of God because the house of God is the house of bread it's the house of bread you sit in the house of bread amen I've observed this for a long time the people who usually want to just grab things and run rarely get them they show that they are present God examines the heart God wants you to come and you come for good and you come wholeheartedly amen because the miracles are not the most important God performs miracles so that he strengthens our relationship 
so that we are spared from the fire that does not He performs miracles so that we become so close to him and we continue to and we stay in love with him. It is the reason why the Lord works for us. Now there is nothing that you see here on earth and its source is not from God there is nothing those insects that you see it was all the mind of God and every time I look at it I just see God's great wisdom I look at this flower and I say this man is very wise not only this there's so many that he has that look like this he has ones that don't look like this he's very wise whatever you see here started with him even those things that you have not have to start with him whatever you see even if you were not there in the beginning he's the one who started it what does that teach us? That whatever we desire has to start with him. Amen. Amen. What we desire starts with him. But how do they start? It starts with the word. Where does God speak from? In his temple. Amen. Amen. Every time we come into the house of God, pray and ask, and you shall receive. Whatever you've not asked for remains in heaven. What you have asked for is what comes here on earth. There's a certain gentleman. God bless him. It's a few people that have gotten that kind of blessing in a lifetime. This man, God transfigured him. He left uh, the earth and went to heaven. And he had not died. Amen. Amen. He's called Lyadon. I don't know whether he's alive or dead. Who has ever read Lyadon's book? Meaning you've never heard of him. Lyadon. Lyadon. He got the same a blessing like Apostle Paul got. Because when you read Acts of the Apostles, you find that before Paul's death, he flew and left the first heaven, entered the second heaven, and entered the third heaven. Now, this man, Lyndon says he was 8 years of age I think he was staying with his grandparent he says that the grandparent paid a price he would always tell him to read the Bible the Bible was like one of the house chores read this number of chapters and then we'll take so it read this chapter that is how it was every day 
Amina. Amen. Ne agamayalinga weze miaka 8. But he says when he was clocking 8 years old. There's something that happened to him. Katafude. He didn't die. Nava mubirigwe. But he left his Nayambuka. body and ascended. Nasinkana Yesu. And met Jesus. Namurambuze guru who took him around heaven. There's a lot that he said. He even once came to Uganda but I didn't attend. What I remember though it's the full gospel church that hosted him in those days. Balaidon says that when he got to the various places in heaven, this is what happened. Jesus took him around. But he says there are some big rooms where he got to. And he saw spares of people's bodies. Amen. Amen. The spares were there and he asked, now what about this? And God said those are spares of bodies. But in the words that Jesus told him, besides the spare parts, let me first talk about it. Ladon said that among the things that I saw in heaven, the, the even songs that he had in heaven that he had never heard of here on earth. But he asked Jesus, My master, why? Is it that these things are not on earth? And he told him that people on earth have not yet paid a price to draw these things from heaven to the earth. And one of the prices is prayer. And the commitment that people have towards God. There are so many people. They think that the only things they see here on earth are the only things that God has. God has so many things. But people have never paid a price of those things from heaven to earth. But he was talking about singing. And he said that so many songs. But the artists here on earth have never paid a price to draw those things from heaven to the earth. But when Jesus was teaching about prayer, he said that ask and said, My father, who has become now your father, tell him, Let your will be done on earth as it is. In heaven. Amen. Amen. There's a transfer of things that as things come from heaven to the earth. Everything starts from heaven and it comes down to Everything starts with a spiritual And then it comes back to the physical realm. There are so many people because they've not paid the price. Why don't we pay the price? We don't pray. But we really pray. We don't pray as the will of God is. Our wisdom is limited. Jesus says, the Bible says, it is John that wrote it, that this is the boldness that we have. That when we ask, according to his will, he hears us. 
Why is that scripture like that? Let the truth be this. Whatever we need in this life, God already planned it for us. I repeat it. Whatever you desire, so you already found God having planned for it. On Sunday, I taught about the greenhouses. By the time a, plant, a seed is sown in the greenhouse, where they've planted it, has already been planned for planting of that seed. In greenhouse, the greenhouses they don't plant like one who is planting millet. No. That they just sprinkle that there is order. While you order. The the farmer plans for his plantation. He prepares the garden. And whatever wherever they there's a tap of water. That waters in the seasons that he has planned for. Where the plant is inside the light. It gets light. He regulates the temperature in the greenhouse. Everything is done according to plan. Just like a greenhouse. That is how salvation is. God called you. But by the time He called you, He had already foreplanned everything that concerns you, both spiritual and physical. Now, some people think that their prayer is what is going to give them what they need. There is something that I'm trying to tell you. Even if you tell God God just wants to know just like a child they don't want jackfruit but they want sugar but the parent has already brought all these things at home he wants you to ask to know that this is what you like this is what you dislike but what I would like to tell you that after God knowing what you like you can even ask for other things yet he's already supplying what you need why am I saying that? Some people, you've prayed for the things that you want, and the Lord has given you. But a time comes and the Lord burdens you with praying for things that don't matter. At times he finds you. Vivian, a person who was praying for Vivian you feel like he has diverted you and now you're praying for Sarah you feel as if you are at a loss but if you have understood this truth that whatever concerns me as Vivian by the time I was planted in the greenhouse the tap of water to water the already fertilizers even if I can't the land was already fertilized. The insects had the 
Etaka, the plants I'm talking about and the organized flowers they first prepare the soil so that the, the worms in, in the soil they first even experience. they bring experts at soil science and they say now this plant cannot grow well with this kind of soil this soil cannot grow well with uh, this plant by the time they plant anything in the greenhouse they've already examined in the soil and they know everything they've already put manure inside the soil the manure that is going to help the plant until it has fully grown and brought forth after instilling the pipes that is why some greenhouses you cannot even move through the greenhouse you cannot say someone entered the greenhouse because they plant and they plant and they killed all the other seeds in the soil in that if they plant this one it shall grow alone it doesn't need any pruning because the seeds were killed the water for irrigation is already there now some greenhouses you look at it and you only see the plantations and the plantations on the other side and you ask yourself how do they prune if they are going to I'm trying to tell you that by the time they planned before everything has been planned for in the same way by the time man got saved by the time God called God had already he foreknew you he knew the challenge he knew the troubles and he had already immunized them. By the time you come and say that you're born, God had has already planned. So why do we suffer? A problem is one. If God knows that He planned you, planted you in Masaka and that was his plan and for you you can't stay in Barara that is what they call missing you have missed the fertilizers in Masaka you have missed the water for irrigation in Masaka because man lives for a limited time your period of life is limited Psalms 39 says that we are tambuze, and we are travelers as our forefathers were you're here but you're not the first one who has lived the people who lived and they died I don't want to tell why you sleep is why you put maybe there was a, once a girl but in 1900 oh, oh. thank you Jesus but you snow no gamba yes 
but people lived a long time ago before we Awa wali dining hiyo. Why dining table is? Mu miaka ya 19 oh oh. In 1900 oh, oh. wali wali ngao kapitida train. There used to be a pit latrine. and it ended up becoming so why you planted there used to be a latrine but you didn't so life evolves I don't know whether you're hearing things change why do we suffer we suffer because we are not seated where God expects us to be. You refuse to say There's a place where God expects you to be. There's a place where God places you. He expects that when you sit there, you know before you're born. The Bible says that the Lord called you before even the foundations of the world. He knew that you would once stay in Uganda. He knew the nations in which you were. He knew the people that you would meet. But you get to what you are. And you also make your plan. And you cast away the plan. It is not bad to plan but plan after knowing the plan of God it's not bad to plan but plan after knowing the plan of KCCA that is why KCCA approved the plan approved plan because it has plans for 50 years now for you every time you bring plan, to be approved besides the bribery that someone can say if they do that bribing they say no I want money they approve your plan but if there is nothing like bribes they go back and place the plan of the areas and they know that in 30 years to come there is going to be a railway line now do you see how Kampala has been made I don't think that that plan was birthed yesterday those plans are of old whatever Jennifer Mississippi she was implementing what she found in the plan and even the one in, 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 in office now he's just following what is happening they have to look at the plan the people who plan for that city in whatever they, plan, whatever they put in there, they only change a little now they know that Naguru side there must be these kinds of houses there are some places in town where they don't roof with anchies and if you've brought your plan they look at it from top to bottom and they ask them what kind of house what are you going to roof with some people are told Nedda 
Zimbeno. You build this kind of house in this area. Obasicho. Tundao. Sell. And, uh, and sell to the people who can develop this area. It is bribery that has caused most of uh, filling stations. That there are some places that have filling stations. And they wouldn't be having filling stations. Are we together? Amen. But I'm telling you all. I want you to compare them with the plan of God for your life. God foreknew you. Why do you suffer? At times where you are is not where you are supposed to be. Before you were born, God knew what you would become. He surprised Jeremiah. He told Jeremiah, before you were even formed in your mother's womb, I foreknew you. And I knew your name. And I knew the job you would do. And I actually set you apart to be a prophet. God foreknew everything that you are. But the mistake comes from Not to first go back and revisit the plan. The plan of God. The plan of God. The plan for The plan for your family. Where is it? The plan for your family. It is only the Holy Spirit that has it. It is the Holy Spirit that is holding it in his hands. Now, Pastor, why is it that God speaks and says, I've given you this, but I, 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 I suffer sorrow with it? Those things happen. The farmer went to till the land and he sowed his good seeds. A wicked man came in the night and sowed bad seeds among the good seeds. When the workers at the farm came and they saw everything, they went back to their master and they asked him what should be among the good seeds are some bad seeds that have been planted. Then he told them and said, no, leave the bad seeds to grow together with them. When they ever grow, we are going to harvest them. We shall put the good seeds in the granaries and the, the bad seeds shall be put in the fire. There is a lesson that we have to learn from that. There are some things that would not be the way they are if only we are careful and knowing well how to pray. Even the good people, if we don't pray for them, there's a way the devil changes them and they turn out to be bad. Why? That is his work. He walks up and down day and night while sowing bad seed. You as a farmer, what do you do? You uproot those bad seeds through prayer. The seeds I'm talking about 
the devil usually plants them among men the good people change slowly by slowly and become evil how do we approach them when we see them through praying right praying right amen some people think that working so hard means becoming rich but you can work so hard and you don't become rich but if only you did you could do something right that is the only way you can become rich if only you do something good right you become rich but if you just do anything that crosses your faith you end up dying without leaving anything as inheritance but when you have so we have people that work so hard said, in this village so and so really works hard but they don't have anything to their yet if only they had invested in the right thing they would have been well off that is what I've told that some people think that praying so much is what is going to cause them to get their heart's desires it is right to pray and you have to pray but you have to know before you pray before you pray our father already knows what you want Jesus said don't be like the hypocrites that lift up their voices thinking they will be heard in heaven amen and he started teaching them how to pray right. but before he told them he told them I want you to that before you even pray your father in heaven already knows what you want he knows what you want even when he wants you to pray he wants you to describe that it's bananas that I want but by the time he's speaking, he has already brought them by the time you speak of guavas they are already there he provided for everything they are all there in his fridge but he wants you to say give me a guava give me a bicycle that a Japanese make Amen. give me this I'm asking for this give me money in the name of Jesus as he gives you the money you can say that the Lord the Lord loves me when I asked him of something he gave it to me I told you I have dogs at home a dog at home but that dog doesn't know me I'm also not mindful of it. The dog knows only one person. And what is his name? Kalanzi. Why does the dog know Kalanzi? It is Kalanzi that feeds it. The relationship between Kalanzi and the dog was brought about because Kalanzi provides it with feeds. 
The dog knows Kalanzi. Even me as one. Every time the Lord gives me. My relationship with God grows. And I continue to Because he gives me. And if I don't have, I ask. Because he gives me. The, the one who gives the dog food is the owner. Amina. Amen. Even someone, if you ask God and He gives you, your relationship with God grows. And you really feel that He's putting God's things aside. Amen. Him being God aside. There's something that I'm trying to show you. When we are praying, let's pray well knowing that God already did everything for us. That even if he diverts you to pray for ministry, he provides for whatever you desire. It's as if when my mother knows that I love banana so much. Amen. Amen. And he gives you a task. Go and sweep the house. Go and mop the house. Now when I'm done. Even if I don't ask her for something, because she wants to please, given the fact that I've just pleased her, she'll say, That goes the bananas. Why? Because she knows that I love bananas. It's not because of her. She already knows. Now you are always praying all God already knew what you want. But where's the problem? He knew that you already want that. Thing. But at those times, you have to take a when he burdens to you, intercede for the past, to intercede for your country, to intercede for anything. And in your wisdom, you're not benefiting from any of that. You see, you're not benefiting. There's no relative of yours that works for that. Do you understand? You know God made us in a way that we love ourselves. You love your things. Everything stops with you. Everything stops with you. When you, you know pray a lot for that country, that are siblings of yours in because Ukraine, of your brothers who are studying in Ukraine. If you have relatives in in Soviet Union, in Russia, praise the Lord. You pray for Russia because you you have your relatives there. But if you have no relatives in Russia, you can't pray for Russia. Praise the Lord. But at times, because God knows that whatever you need is in His hands, and you have ever talked about it, at times. He diverts your prayer programs. Before you know it, there's this burden of Elder Frank Katora. You should pray for Elder Frank Katora. If you ever do that, you're like one whose parent has, has sent them to do a task. And yet you've not yet eaten. When you do that task very well, and you do it very well, and you don't complain at all, by the time you come back, they tell you, no Have you taken any tea? 
Because she knows that she You find that she made for you an omelette that you love some of us who discover that secret we skip that level of praying for our prayer requests and we go to that extent of praying for the burdens that have been put upon our lives in that time some of you pray and you get out of the session when you've already prayed for whatever you've prayed for and you turn out to be a beggar before the Lord eventually the spirit of God distances you and he says but now this one he told me the same thing yesterday he said the same the other time why haven't so that I dictate because he asked already for whatever concerns them there is something that I must when will you ever get to that level to the level of praying as the, according to the will of God when I'm praying I don't even have a plan of asking for anything I pray for people just the, the way I put in the Bible and I pray as the spirit has led me I already skipped that level of praying for my own family. Even if I can say, talk to God about my life because I know that the Lord foreknew me. He knows everything that I need. He knows my enemies. He knows what I hate. He knows what makes me sad. Now because he knows everything, so many times, I dedicate myself and I pray for those things that I hate the Lord knows them that the Lord has instructed I carry the burdens of the Holy Spirit in summary I make Jesus prayers Amen the prayers of the Holy Spirit I obey the Holy Spirit because I know if I do that I do the will of God what did Jesus say my food is to do the will of the one who sent me what did he call food it is the blessing Amen. Amen you want food you want money. You want something which can make you strong, which can make you happy, like food. Do the will of the one who sent you. But doing the will of God is so wide. It can be manifested in prayer, it can be manifested in many things. So many people don't do the will of God. They do their will. I talked about the will. You have a will and God has a will. But when you come to Christ, you put down your will and begin to do the will of God. It's like being a slave. We are slaves of righteousness. Praise the Lord. We've grown up singing these songs. There's that verse that says, 
that his slaves are free. We are slaves. But we are living in freedom. We are slaves. Not like those. What is it that makes us because we put our will aside and end up doing the will of your master? It's as if it hurts. Something that hurts. But it makes us glad. Every time you do the will of God, He makes you glad. Amen. Amen. He made me love what he loves. And he makes me glad all the days of my life. The composer of the song was very wise. He was glad. And he says that I'm glad. Jesus washed my sins away. And then he said that he made me love the things that he loves. What I love as of now is not what I used And I've never desired to be a pastor. I just got saved. It had never happened to me in my life. And I think even if it was there's never been a reverend, not even a reverend. Not even those, those preachers of Church of Uganda in Africa. I never seen it. Anymore. I used to see those things in church. And when I got saved, the pastors in that time, there's no one of them that I admired. Because I couldn't even relate with the kind of anointing they had. Amen. I hated everything. I didn't hate it. But I didn't desire to become that. I never desired to become a because in the time they had not yet become what I want to be, what I wanted. Amen. That shoes, that suits. There's no church that I ever saw a pastor that touched me in our days. Because even for gospel that was at least trending. The pastors in there would put on those big ties. Short and we used to call them full gospel ties. They were huge. They looked like a butterfly in one place. And we'd call it a leaf. We look at it like, no, I can't be a pastor. Amen. They would put on suits. For them to check their, their watch, they would first say hallelujah so that they can access their wrist. Some people would put on those long suits that even had tails. Everything that I would look at was not nice to my eyes. Praise the Lord. I used to love cars so much, but there was none of them that had a car. Recently when I was with Pastor Robert I reminded him of the car and then he was kind of shocked I asked him do you remember the blue bird? Do you remember that? Those are one of the cars that he first drove in Ruraga 
When I talked about blue band, he was no, 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 And then he knew that I was born again. <laughs> For him to know blue band, it is the car that we used to admire. And our pastors that used to pass us, when God started lifting them, and we started seeing them both and they started driving cars, that is when we started admiring ministry. Amen. The pastors would dress well. And then we started admiring serving God. Amen. Once God started lifting them, he started admiring ministry. But even if we used to admire them, I'd never admire to be a pastor. I told you that. I really disturbed God. There's a time I'd gone to Watoto Church. There was a conference that came from the Watoto US. Central. Watoto Central. I went and sat at the back. And a man came walking through the corridors. And I was speaking in other times. And I started wondering where I was going. Before I knew it, he branched off where I was. Then he was like the sixth on that floor. But he started paving way through those people until he got to where I was. And then he bent towards me and asked me, are you still refusing? Are you still refusing to serve God? I didn't answer a word and he went ahead praying in tongues. And then he left. Once he left the corridor, I also went out stealthily. But I was wondering, God, what is it that you want me? Why don't you leave me with my dreams? I got saved the way you wanted and I, I thought that was it. Now how about this? But I want to thank God that I, I lay aside my and I decided to do the will of God. And today, whatever I thought was in my dream, after doing the will of God. Amen. Amen. There's a man that I have Yesterday, I talked about breakthrough. So many born again have tried it, but they failed at it. And some of us, the analysts, there are so many things that we make research research on. on. We do our research. But I don't, I don't make research on only the because I might get it wrong. When you are making research, district, leave one district and go to another and also go to another and compare then you make a report. Because the weather that is this side is not the same weather the other side. The kind of soil that you have the cassava in Bulisa it, it grows fast. And there's a reason why it grows very fast so much. You understand? Now there's a friend of mine so our sister here. She was coming from Kafu. And she brought me some of the cassava, roasted cassava in Kafu.
It's it stays um, looking like smoke gray. It looks like ash. It's not white. But it looks like ash. But you ask yourself, how, how, what is the nature of this cassava? When you try to roast the cassava, you end up having golden. Uh, golden golden brown. It has the orange coating, but the other one. It must be the soil. Pitch. And if you go and get some tuber, it also grows otherwise. Not so. Now the secrets. So you have to make research. But according to the research I've made, without being one-sided there is something that we are still lacking there's something we are still lacking the things that we have to discover why is it that some people have not broken through and yet you see others breaking through even in churches even at Benhins the people who have never gotten a breakthrough and even here in Nanga we are talking about breakthroughs the people who have never broken through and when you look at them they will even never break through even at Miracle Center you find people that will never break through and you find people that already broke through because one breaks in ministry breaks through in the spiritual life and they break through financially amen there are some people who already broke through financially they don't control money it's, uh, rather money doesn't control them they control the money before someone breaks through they're like a cow that is in a kraal they always have a limit they just keep moving around they're limited they hit the limit and come back in their mind they can think what day because they can walk but they also know that there's a, a point where they reach and there's barbed wire but when they cross over they, they think that their world is enough but a person who has broken through they break the hedges and move and go to a, a land that is what they call moving in freedom every time a cow breaks it even eats what is not supposed to eat it even eats banana plants it's just taken to police but when it has already eaten and it's full it leaves this confinement are you in a bus to Chitigo? you know when you're in a bus going to Chitigo you only think about the place there's no one saying and you the ones with black masks praise the Lord breaking through before you break through you're always in a confinement. 
But the Lord is good. There those seasons of breaking through. Amen. Amen. Most especially when it has rained. If you never built a strong hedge for your cows, I don't know whether they also get to know. There's a wedding that part that they usually push that doesn't shake at all. Before they know it, the, the even if they've been cut, it continues pushing until it gets out. It gets out when it's bleeding. But it says that let me go and eat what I want. We need to break through. So many of you have never broken through. You've never broken through in uh, You only have one sex of children. You've never broken through in your studies. You also see that whatever you read gets out of your head. You've not yet broken through financially. That even if you've collected five ends, a problem comes and you spend the and you go back to square one. Whatever you were raising the money you don't get it. This confinement Confinement, you have to break it. Breaking through. You can break through financially. You can break through in prayer. You break through in prayer. You break through in giving back. You break through in marriage. Some marriages have never broken through. Some homes, brother, when you look at their kind of eating, their style of eating for an entire year, you only eat well. You only eat well for 40 times in an entire year. The other days, you just eat for survival. You just eat for survival. You've never broken through. Amen. Amen. Challenge brings change. That's why I speak that truth. That naked truth. I want to put you in a corner to see the truth as it is so that you can react positively. You've not yet broken through. Some churches have never broken through. There's one church where a seminar was held. We went and attended the seminar. But it had spent so many years. Now they had brought in one we went there because of the whites we wanted to hear what they had to say at times you can say you can think that a white is going to speak divine things because they are whites so we went on reaching there I saw the whites getting out and they went to the toilets me too. I said, let me go there. By the way, that was not But I just wanted to see how the toilets looked like. Where the whites had gone. On reaching there, I said, my Lord. I followed them. 
what I'm going to tell you is real like so. when the white man left, he reached out for his pocket and got a bottle and first sprayed when he was entered he sprayed first but it was a pit latrine and I was like, but really, this church has been in existence for a long time. It's been in existence for a long time. If it is not the years that give us what we need in salvation, if it is the years that give us what we need in salvation, they would be having everything. The years that are not what gives you what you want. It is not that so many prayers that but the right prayers. If you fail to pray right, you can't get what you need in life. Some Even churches need breakthrough. Even the local, local church, the things it has never broken through in. The youths who work in the in the media department, they steal the pictures. As the pastor is preaching, you hear something. Yet they've already changed the pin. They've never broken through. You don't agree with me. It's as if you're telling me you go ahead with your speech, you want to go back and break our fast. The days that you fast are not the days that bring you answer. But how much during the fast is what brings forth fruit. There are some people who praise and break through. But those that are praised, it's not that everyone that praises breaks through. What is a breakthrough? Before you break through, there are always those that, that confinement. Amen. Amen. You, you're limited in prayer. You're limited financially. You're limited in your job. But why? What do we do to uh, deal away with that? We limitation? force our way out. By the grace of God. But it's not for every season. When we used to stay in the villages, the rich men's cows would break through during the rain. You then hear so and so's cattle broke through and they ate my plantations. I'm going to the police. But then you know that during the season is the season in which your pigs break through. The pigs of old used to be kept in a confinement. How many of you say it's bright? That is how it used to be. This science has just been recently vetted. And even the culture that they 
in the evening they enter through the, the fence and the herdsman locks them up but at night when it is a rainy season they get fed up of the confinement and they feel fed up and they force their way out and then they feed on whatever they want if you've not yet broken through you never eat if you've not yet broken through you not pray the way that you before you you shall not go to America as your dreams are before you break through you're not going to get married the way you want you're not going to drive the kind of car that you want because there is a hedge around you the people have broken through are the ones who eat whatever they want a cow that has left the confinement is the only one that can eat from wherever it is even prohibited to eat even you when you eat you eat for the very first time the things that your family members do not eat I'm here to inform you if it is a rainy season up to December it It is the time in which we have to break through receive the prophecies right from Easter period and we got them again in the crusade. at the crusade until December it is raining so you have to break through as it's still raining all your confinements have been the pause that used to hold you back are now weak. so you just have to have this Pushing, and you push rather you push once again where you pushed and it was not moving if rain if it has not yet rained there are times when you push and the things are so hard but now it already started raining push once again at that exact season because the season go back and push that very pillar it will give way and then you will go around tell your neighbor you are going to break through you're going to break through how do we break through because everything has a limit who puts the limit the devil Stan. every clan there's a, devil, a, a, a limit that the devil put around it and you people have broken through after getting saved you're the one you're, th- you're going to be first you're going to be fast from your plan and the people have broken through if there were no weddings in your family and you had the wedding first you have to keep yourselves under the anointing such people they offend the devil every now and then and the devil is very heinous he avenges even if you got married five years ago he at times holds meetings he knows how to hold meetings and says no way how can so and so get married why did they pass to get married let's fight to see that we make them leave their how can so and so get saved 
Chitawati ya lukoka. How come this grandchild of the 18th generation is drunk? How come they are not as, as drunk as they are? We shall get them out of salvation so that they get drunk. Just this is why even the Bible says that whoever is standing should guard themselves lest they fall the only thing that makes you fall is not you whatever makes your family members fall is what is after you that is why you have to know your clan very well you have to know that people are, that we are, we are drunkards in our family people in my clan never study people in my clan never get married people in my clan are fighters if you do not know such those are the very demons that are going to come for you and if you want to speak like Paul that have fought a good fight spy the enemies of your clan you must know what perhaps your clan even if you refuse to say amen I don't lose it because of an amen amen it's like you're in the spirit what should we say should we say that you're so full of the spirit please don't pretend before me just leave me you're stubborn hallelujah amen Amen. Know what, what, what is in your family. You are the first one to Why are you the first one to hold a great wedding? You have, you have to keep watch of yourself having a season comes and these demons visit when they don't go to your husband they just come to you but what do you have you to do you must be a soldier when they attack you you attack don't give up you're not supposed to run away from the battlefield you'd rather be killed from the battlefield but you don't have to give up amen that is what has kept us there is no day that I don't smite the demons from the Waganda clan from Waganda I mentioned my clan and my brothers I break you and I set you on fire I speak those words every day because I know that every time there are so mad because I am yet my father never became this the demons are very angry how can you move from Matuga to Kasangat and you find this building that would have been in Kampala and yet it was built in Nababidia's courtyard all the works of the sorcerers were shut down they used to strip women off from that side 
that program was wound up by there is no woman that is uh, stripped off from that well it hurts the devil he asks how can that church still live every time he sits his meeting is a beaten up go back and break that church go back and hinder people from attending that church you go, you go and the neighboring churches that they start so that people don't go to eat but for us every time we, we are always coaching our guns <laughs> you know young churches also have that kind of gospel they tell people don't go that side they don't have your time pastor doesn't even pick up the phone call just come this side it is us who know you people who can relate to you what changes one is not visiting them what changes one's life is the anointing Jesus had a child I beg your pardon. And we all don't have them. There's no one who has ever had a church as big as Jesus is. But did he often visit everyone? Visiting people doesn't mean pastoring them. Hello we had religions where people used to visit and even people sit here where people used to visit them but I don't know how you left those people and came here a catholic is good at visiting they have those cells amen amen they know themselves in those cells. This, this is a fellow Catholic. This one belongs to They have a huge oh. network. But why do we leave religion? That is their gospel. Pastor Boma doesn't have your time. Okay, I don't have your time. But I have your solution. When you come, Boja. I just speak and things happen. If you're looking for comfort, you go and look for it from your home. Hello. When we come to church, we don't look for comfort. We look for life. Because we come to church when we don't have business life. When our business is when our diet is so we come to the so that we can get life. But these churches that are growing, they, don't, they say they don't have your time. And even if they give them time, they, don't, uh, they are not satisfied. Before we came to Jesus, we used to have our mothers, the fathers, to but the comfort didn't take away our problems. Until Jesus came and came out, until the Holy Spirit became our without comforter, without the comforter, problems never cease.
You wait for us to uh, resume our uh, prayers. Those people who are talking they are good at coming in the night. You see them coming for the overnight. It's good that we now have masks. There will be so many who will come. The people would come and say, Pastor, when you call us and we don't own us, please don't blame us. There are people here who come and write us that And they tell our pastor that, Pastor, these people prayed from Nangabo. Now, when Pastor comes on Sunday, we become the gospel that day. Those growing churches don't have any gospel. They just uh, preach about other people. There's someone who told me. There's someone on the other side that said, Do you want to go to church? Do you want to go to churches because the the church is glittering? That is not the life. That is so carnal. Jesus. It is Jesus that you should look upon. How can you even waste my time when you're telling me that? I just get out of church. I don't come to Nanga because there are screens. It is not the screen that is going to give me food. But we come here to get life, to get solutions for our problems. We sit here because there is answers. Even if the pastor doesn't talk about my problems, I hear a testimony which encourages me. Amen. Amen. Yes. Even, you look at people and you're used But you prefer church. When all the, the, the three quarters of the church are all not in good shape. By the times when you go to a church, person is joking. They are very hopeful. This really strengthens me. Every time I look at people who come to this church, you look at Aunt Jenny. She looks like a billionaire. And you rest. Why? Because people here And the hope comes from the word that I give. Even the one who is not yet Whoever has not gotten a job no, is that is And even the testimonies that people There's a way those testimonies bring hope to people but you keep on uh, refusing us to come to church we shall come for good you wait you see how the overnight will be people will be on the and then you know that people are not coming they are just fearing their pastor they are always there fearing because it is the gospel they know. Okay, you keep going to the rich men's uh, churches. We don't even know where we, they get their riches from. They might even be false. You know in the village, for you to have such a church, they say that you are cult. They claim that Jesus was born in a kraal. So you have to have a papyrus church. And pray from that papyrus church. That is when you're called humble. Amen. 
How can you go to Where the pastor sits and the pastor is as glittering as heaven. Are they really right? Praise the Lord. Exposure, it's something very bad. I thank God who has opened my eyes. If you've never seen you travel, take off some time and travel. Look at the men of God. Don't even go to the whites. You go to Nigeria. You live and see that whatever we have here is so small compared Nigeria to Nigeria. Nigeria only. Lagos, Lagos only. Lagos. The churches that are in Lagos. You can think that you're in the diaspora. Amen. Amen. We also try to bring ourselves up. But people don't understand these things. If anyone sees something that is better than them, something that challenges them, they really see that you're false. Why do you see the, the falseness of something from the things that one has? Jesus said that you will see them by their fruits. The fruits we get from this church is good jobs. Amen. Amen. Healing. Good lives. Can the devil do that? The devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. We come when we are weary and the Lord lifts us up. So we will not leave. Because it's something that we have. A person wants to uh, a child for They come here. They get a child and, and how can you even certainly meet? Who gives children besides God? Jacob told me. He asked her, Why do you Do you call me God who gives children? Tell me of a culture that has ever paid for people and they gave back. They just talk about prosperity, promotion. But these things of giving children, there's nothing like that. It is only Jesus Only Jesus that makes people give birth. Those churches that don't have plan, if they fail to preach the right gospel, Jesus will take them away. Time has run out. We don't have time to talk about other people. We don't even have time to cast other churches. Today, even if Jesus has given me a church, I cannot pastor. Town council. I cannot pastor Kasanga to town council. What church can see everyone? There's no, there's no, no church like that. So why don't you want other churches to also come up? 
As long as they are on the right track when it comes to preaching, I cannot pass preaching. Even Jesus said, Among the people he gave me, I never lost any. Meaning that those people that he was not given, Peter pastored by Jesus never performed them. He left them for Peter to pass. There are also things that I would do. And the people in the next generation will not do. I cannot pastor the entire It means they have to be several so that people make it to heaven. But don't speak ill of another person's church. And the more they speak ill of us, the more we grow. But I don't know what people want. Whatever we do, we do it at the pulpit. We raise money for land and we buy it from the pulpit. Even you, when you come to church, even if you don't give, you see us raise the money. After some time, you notice that they raise money for a couple of capitals there. So what exactly do you want? Praise the Lord. What problem do you have? You need to get a breakthrough. But you will not get a breakthrough when you have that kind of mindset. A person who will get a breakthrough, it is your mindset that has to change first. If you want, you can write that down. Your mindset. Before your mindset breaks through. If your perception has not yet changed. You're not going to leave the confinement. What causes someone's mindset to change? The people around you. The people you rub shoulder with. Choose the right friends. You'll have a breakthrough in life. Choose the right friends. You'll have a breakthrough in life. Hallelujah. Amen. If you want good fruits, who knows what pollination is? What is it? The what? The transfer of pollen, pollen grains from, grains the, from the answer to the stigma. Yes. Now, if you want good fruits, get your seed. Get the seed that you have and, and share it with some of your neighbors. Have you understood? your fruit will not change because the people around you you have the same fruit even when the bees come they shall not change your, your fruit because when the pollen coming from the other side comes here you end up with good fruits and your fruits shall multiply do you want to get a breakthrough? Surround yourself with people. I think it was Joseph Segawa. That if you want to become rich, you have rich friends. 
Amen. Don't hate rich people. And when you come near them, don't disturb them. Don't ask them for money. Learn from them how to make money. Get their ideas. Then you will be like them. When you are with rich people, be like them. Learn from them. Eventually, you'll be like them. So if you want to, 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 to have a breakthrough, choose the right people you rub shoulder with. Who is it that you move with? But you send they change your perception. Amen. Amen. I thank God that the members of this church you inspire us. You inspire your brothers and sisters. The way you look like, the vehicles you drive, the houses you build. Oh my God, you've changed us so much. Thank you so much. The reason why we tell people, like, like um, graduates, to come to church when they're clothed in that gown, is to inspire other children who are still studying. Not to boast, but to inspire. Many times I tell you that I aspire to inspire. Amen. I mean, you inspire us. Julie, when you come driving and his son patrol, Model 2022. And we are still living in year 2022. And I even know your history. You inspire me. How? I know that. If it is in this anointing that she has gotten that, then if God is not a respecter of men, in God's line, I'm up next. You work to inspire others. I see in church there are people. That's why I encourage you people. Because some people have another perception of this. But there is a friend of mine who came with a friend. That friend was coming from London. They said, uh, they told the other one, let's go to our church. When the two of them came, when the other one heard of uh, the directions of the church, they just put on the way they wished. Put on crocs and came as if they've come to feast on roasted garments. When they came to church, like, but why didn't you tell me? Like, what did you want me to tell you? You also saw me dressed well. And I told you we're going to church. My goodness. I said, my goodness. I have really been ashamed. When they came back the next time, they came back well dressed. They didn't familiarize with the anointing again. But who told you? When they looked around, they were put to shame. 
How many of you say that I have learned so many things without anyone teaching me from this church? There's a time that I talked to Sarah and I told her, Sarah, when you were speaking before people, speak about yourself. Don't have a motive of bragging. I told Sarah, the people who don't know that you're so learned and sometimes I remind UNDP, tell people that you work with UNDP so that they know that kings and they keep on being children there's a lot there are some great people here when they get to the anointing they become normal people ordinary they are greater than but when they come to the house of God they, they act like children I'd like to thank you people to aspire other people amen amen your countenance changes one's life your dress code amen, amen. the way you pray some people come and tell me Professor during overnight prayers he loved but for like an entire hour his hands would and people would wonder of an entire faculty how can he raise his but me who stopped in P4 they would sort themselves because professor's hands are raised Irene there are some sure. people that you inspire. You too. Lydian. Lydian, there are some people that you inspire. And the rest. Thank you for coming to church when you're looking good. Let me tell you. Don't stop that. You know, people come to born again churches thinking we failed that life and we are so foolish. But when you're coming, don't come to church and you leave out your best clothes because that good cloth that you're leaving behind, there's someone who will see you once and they'll never see you. But the day they see you, they continue saying, there's a blessing in the house of God not because they've seen the blessing but it's because they've seen you amen thank you thank you for encouraging others the way you look really strengthens us are you there how many of you say that I'll also fight tooth and nail to become it how many of you you fought her you've really kept the standard may God bless you not because you have a lot of money Helen Nachwala may God bless you clap for her you encourage many many girls but when you ask Helen at times she tells you Irene Irene there are some people that really 
and when she sees them in church she doesn't strengthen her you the ones who have made her into who she is today even mama they'll still bear fruit in old age it is just a number what are you talking about move around tambla tambla had some come back what are you talking about mama nachire wabachi mama nachire what happened to you May God give you money. I thank God for you. Amen. Tell your neighbors, I learned to take care of myself. No one would take care of me. Tell them that taking, taking care of myself doesn't take money, but it takes diligence. Do you know I was told of a lady who was going for a party? It was an elderly woman. She had grey hair but she wanted to dye it. But she didn't have the dye. So she put soot in her hair. Unfortunately it rained on her. And she didn't have an umbrella. She didn't make it for the party. Because it rained on her it rained on her Until, but you see she had really taken it had it been for the rain she would have it and she was really taking care of oneself when you go to the and you look for a cloth you come to the house of God when you're in order there are people in here you can go and tell sister the Lord is good all the time. Sister. Sister. Comb my hair. And they help you comb your hair. And you give them whichever much But they know that they've, they've gotten a blessing through that. But don't make it a habit. Because she didn't start up a saloon to help people. Sister, where is the saloon again? It is you that pastor said that you would help us. No, take back your familiarization to Praise the Lord. She didn't start up a saloon for charity. She pays rent. Are you there? Amen. Befriend people who are benefited. Befriend people who inspire you. If you are to break through. What kind of friends do you have? Ask your neighbor. Do they help you? No, 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 no. Not really. But we started together. Now look at you. You started together. What does that give you? Does it give you money? 
to know great people when you still remain at the level you are is the biggest curse in this world you talk about big people but you have nothing make right choices hallelujah amen if you want to get a breakthrough be like the son of Abraham. Who? Isaac. 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 Wanted to go to another land. And the Lord came at night. And told him. Don't leave this land. Stay here. I bless you from this place. Praise the Lord. If you want to, to have a breakthrough, stay where God wants you to stay. You'll have a breakthrough. Stay where God wants you to stay. Some people think that when you go to the first world, you get a breakthrough. You will never get a breakthrough in the first world. Maybe if it is the Lord who has taken you there. there I don't even but that there they've become of age and they even fear coming back to uh, Uganda. Sente. Money. They don't have the money. They only have money for survival. They eat well. And life is easy. But besides the house they stay in, they don't even own a plot of land in Uganda. You're going to argue. Befriend them and ask them, they'll tell you everything. When you see those Basama, when they come, money, you might think they own an entire street. You, you sleep better than some You sleep better than some of them. You could be staying in Mugala, but you stay in a garage. But every time you say, say in our home in Muyenga, but you actually sleep in a garage. You may be staying in the UK, but it's in this place that you have your, your house. That is why people that side have a way they utilize space. A living room can become a bedroom. They just fold some chairs or unfold them to become beds. How many of you have ever seen that? And becomes a dining room. And after they sleep, and then it becomes because of space, which is not bad. But you who is in Africa, you'd be getting no money. You get money and come back home in Zimbabwe. And you build a house that even has a courtyard. But every time you come, you say it's impossible to do I'm not refusing to come. If the Lord has sent you there, go and get fruits from there and come and, and develop Uganda. Man. Go and ask people who are in Dubai. 
Pastor asked a perfect question. But you first get there and the Arabian called you a beg- calls you a beggar. And then you accept. Pastor, maybe pray for me so that they can cancel my contract. And do they even ask pray for that? A person who cannot even know a bedroom that they take them to a storage to floor and it's not the only role they have to do. Just lay your hands upon oh, them and go, I'm tired of the story here. Those people can make someone work so hard. And they are also You work so hard yet you despise at the same time. You are oppressed. They abuse you and speak to you in Arabic without you even understanding a thing. You're like, they weighed me down. Now they must have abused me. And you not even ask anyone for the meaning of whatever you've been abused. You stay there. You don't see your relatives. But thank Jesus so much. Who introduced the online church. At least if you're born of this village. Even if you're not a boy, if you're online and you see with your there's a way you're Like, oh, I'll be here and I'll even see my auntie. You see some of your relatives from the from church, no, the online God. services, and no, you get your and you're like, that's that was a place. I saw my auntie. Oh. Oh, my sister, my brother also prayed. Leave alone seeing a relative. When you're seeing them from a distance, you'd be supporting this church so And you give in money for data so that we don't cancel the online services. You'd be getting in touch with Eva All of you people in the diaspora. Because what you're watching right now, if we cancel it, for us we continue preaching But for you, you'd be cut out. If you don't know Eva Bukenya, look for her contact. Go. She's the one that we relate to. She's the one through whom you'll get to pastor. But for you, you joining a church. You join the church. No one knows. And I would also not get time to know you. Just look for her, she'll get to me. Make a good network so that we can talk. So that we get to know you. Even if you have a problem. And also, you people are in the diaspora. If you're to send me a message so I can pray for you. Maybe I'm the one who even prayed for you when we were but your profile picture you display a proper profile picture but someone sent you a message you've read it and you you don't know the person you're praying when you try to look at that you find that kid of six years in that posture Man. At times you find a dog. You find a goat. 
You find a, a, a shoe a foot in a shoe let me just pray but describe who you are explain yourself to me and tell me I am so unsafe I used to say in such a this is the problem so that I can pray well knowing who I'm praying for now if you don't want people so to go if you're sending me a message and listen me a, your, your picture so that when I see it after you can delete it but the people who left when they had produced oh, children profile picture, bana. that deep is that, that children that, that children the child is falling when the child is jumping child's dress I don't know what you're even hiding praise the Lord now when you're sending me a message please show me a picture of yours then you can perform my role that you're saying to well knowing the person I'm talking to some people claim pastor you know I only know one person in this world are you there? Are you there? Do you want to get a breakthrough? Be in a place where God expects you to be. Go to a land that the Lord has commanded you to go. Remain there. I think it is Genesis 26. Let me see. Genesis 26. So many of you have failed to get a breakthrough because you're in places where God does not expect you to be. Your beginnings. 26 from verse 2. Genesis from verse 2. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land which I shall tell you. Verse 3. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I give all these lands. And I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. Amen. Amen. It's uh, verse 12. Mm. It says, Then Isaac sowed in that land mm. and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. Genesis 26 2 says, Then the Lord appeared to him and said, mm. Do not go down to Egypt, live in the land of which I shall tell you. Soka, also me one. Verse 1 says, There was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the king of the Philistines, in Gerar. Mm. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, "Do not go down to Egypt; live in the land which I shall tell you." Now listen. Tulina famine. We have a famine. Some of you think that the scarcity of jobs is only in Uganda. It is all over the world. It didn't start with COVID. Even in the past, before COVID came, there's a friend of mine that they deal in business and they do it in the US. Clinton. 
They told me that in Not that time. Clinton, Obama. Obama. This person told me, I wonder what Obama is going to do for America. They don't have jobs. And when he was campaigning, it really helped him so much to talk about those things. In his manifesto, he said that he would make sure that people have jobs and other things. There's a famine all over the world. Now you might think that it's only Ugandans that will need to work. But for those people who go out to work, they find that people from other nationalities, the Nigerians are all over. Who else? And even the Kenyans that all over. But you, I want you to envision yourself as Isaac. Because you have a covenant with God. There are those times Let that me you go to Dubai. Let, Let me go to this country. But the Bible says, God appeared to, to, to Isaac. And told him, don't go to Egypt. Stay in this land. Praise the Lord. When the famine comes, there are places that you hear that food. And that is where you think you're going to get food from. You hear that you're When they went to Dubai, they were able to build houses. You can go to Dubai That is if it's the Lord who has sent you there. And he has not sent you there. Listen to the place where God is placing you. You get your breakthrough. If you are in the ministry that the Lord has placed you in, in the country he has placed you in, in the marriage he has placed you in, in everything he has placed you in, where the Lord points is where you find your breakthrough. Listen to Isaac. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, mm. Do not go down to Egypt. Mm. Live in the land which I shall tell you. Mm. Ask your neighbor, have you ever been told? Ask them now, why do you tell yourself? Ask them, why do you make God speak? Everyone has to have a passport. But the minute you get a passport, the next thing, I want to go out of this country. You can't go. And spend all your years there without money. Who says that whoever goes abroad doesn't get money? They get money that is enough for them. You might even go and you find that life is easier that side than here. But the money in which you would have bought land, you spend it paying rent. Now, the nations like the UK that has told us there's a system they have in that money remains within them. And it's not a, about a job. Amen. It is not easy. Money, the bills that one has to pay. Now at the end of the year you find that money is just rotating country. And when you add these people in, in the new relatives that you left behind that know that you stay in the UK 
You people have never traveled yet, don't do this. You're like women who are going to introduce their husbands. I don't know whether they got this from. You raise your auntie from Kanablem and you tell her. Hello, my introduction ceremony is on the 5th of February. And you go through everyone. And they get their armies. And they put them on the boundary. And they smite your wedding. I think it's you want to show so and so's daughter is going abroad. And it's as if you're going to collect money. Hello. I pray for me because I'm catching my flight on the 5th. By the time you get to Dubai, the demons are already there waiting for you. And they're saying, You come. You're there, Come, let us show you what we are made of. You sleep in the house. And then it pulls your Adam's apple. And you're like, But you're some of you go with these demons you're the one who alerts your enemies when you're leaving hello hello my nephew my when you look for me and you can't find me you take care of your children because I've gone to work for you how much are you going to make Hello. And when you're coming back, you raise the entire You want you to be welcomed back home as a hero, and they even plant bananas. And you, you're very full of pride because you want to show them that you're coming from the diaspora. Whoever you meet, you give them a 50 Eventually, the money that you came with so that you can have it, you have bought glory with it. And there's a way in the house Come and pay us a visit. Here Yet you're going to spend all your money there. I'll come. But collect everyone because I don't have time. My auntie from Kakumiro. All of you. I want to meet you at once. Let them hold their fist and eat and drink. And then I'll come and summon them. <laughs> one month and a half you will be looking like a local dog you don't even have a one thing one now the people who challenge you faster those ones at home. they expect you to give them some money for salt but you have none yet they are the ones who consumed your money and then they start telling you you're like one who has never boarded a plane before what did that plan help you with? Why don't you leave our father's house? You used to say that you have money. And then you get out of the house and, and remember the time when you just come back. The one who's saying that you gave them 200,000. 
quit the pride if you've gone to collect money now stop giving you're not your family's solution come back with capital and start working if you have capital it means you have you capital, capital is not your money capital foundation capital we don't sleep in foundation we sleep in houses you go abroad to get money to get a foundation come back with your money be like a slave if they are to talk let them talk why do you think that you are going to sort their elders you stand outside rather broad and you say you only get 900,000 a month and they wear the house and your father goes to it's like now I have a solar system in the house you come back with 2.5 M and in one and a half years, you'll be having 300,000 and then you start trusting Jesus. And that will be the business that you start doing. They'll mock you and you take offense. Get capital from Arabu or from the UAE. Come back to Uganda. Start up a business. After the business has been you do your You help your parents. But when you've helped yourself, you don't even have a single plot of land. Mommy, I want to take back all those children to school. <laughs> and you take them back. And then you tell me the contract is done, I want to come back, but you're coming back with what? And once you show them that you have, they even hide the little that they have. And then they call you and tell you, you know what? Christmas has drawn closer, but you are And we are of old. You become old and you are What have you said, mommy? You're the mom now. And you say, okay and you all feel good about yourself do you know my mom so I'm the family's hope you understand they shall consume you they consume you and your name and you run broke by the time you come back here you have one point before you even know what to do next you have God pray for me I don't pray for fools tell your neighbor that pride is bad pride exalts itself tell them never be attacked by pride never have pride do you want to break through? Go to a land that the Lord will show you. Every time you're in a ministry that the Lord has not shown you, it doesn't matter how much you break through. You'll never break through. Every time you Even if you work from you'll never receive a breakthrough. And God will never be with you.
Hear what God told Isaac. That I will be with you. Really. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Mm -hmm. Dwell in this land uh -huh. and I'll be with you and bless you. That is what I love the most. If the Lord is with me, protection is with me. If the Lord is with me, prosperity is always When you me. fight me, but he fights you back. Because God did not tell you to go where you are. That's why demons come and tear you apart. Because God it's not with you. Do you want God to be with you? Go to a land that He has shown you. He shall be with you. And He shall even bless you. May the Lord bless you.